Great chiropractors and physical therapists are under constant pressure of declining insurance reimbursements and long hours. But did you know there's a way to double your profit without working more? By building a gym onto your practice, you can earn more income, stabilize your business, and be a hero to your family, patients, and team. It's a big undertaking with a huge reward. Dr. Josh Satterley has done it, changed his life, and now wants to help you do the same. Welcome to Clinic Gym Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another great episode of Clinic Gym Radio, and I am super excited to have a wonderful guest, uh, our first international guest, actually, Paul Goff. Paul, how you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great, man. But, you know, my day took a, a definite uptick now that I got you on the line. So we're, we're rocking and rolling here, baby. So I Good. appreciate you being here. Good. It's my absolute pleasure to be here. And uh, thanks for having me. Yeah. So I'm in uh, warm, beautiful uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, <laughs> it's going to dip all the way down to 62 degrees, maybe 63. So I might have to pull out a sweatshirt. Where are you calling in from? I'm calling from a freezing cold, dark, damp northeast of England where it will not hit 62 again for about another four months at least. Uh, the northeast of England, I'm in a little town called Hartlepool. <laughs> That's awesome. Even the warmest parts of England aren't that warm right now, right? Even the so. warmest parts of England in summer will be lucky to hit 62. <laughs> Great. Well, the cool thing is, and we might get to this later, is that you basically, uh, you built your own escape tunnel out of the cold, freezing weather, right? And you are uh, enabled yourself to move to a little bit sunnier of an area called, uh, what is it called? Sandy, San Diego, California? Yeah, it's called the beautiful uh, west coast of the US, which yeah. um, is a stark contrast to where I am uh, right now. But yeah, no, it's it's been a, a pretty wild journey that has uh, most definitely, you obviously listen to my you know my story of what I've been inspired by. And uh, as individuals, we often work harder to get out of something than, than move towards something. And um, my life here in the UK is fabulous and I, I love it. I never take it for granted. Uh, however, um, it, it is quite restricting in terms of the quality of the life that you can lead, particularly if you live uh, or like to be outdoors and just uh, appreciate very simple things in your life, like going for a walk and uh, being at the swing park or playing soccer with your kids outside in uh, reasonably uh, comfortable weather. So yeah, I'm, I'm off to sunnier climates uh, very soon to continue to grow my business and, and build my uh, family and, and give them a hopefully a, a different look at what life um, is like. Fantastic, man. Well, I know that that move only comes on the back of some some hard work and the right moves at the right time that you are now kind of helping other uh, PTs and business owners with. But so for people who are not familiar with Paul Goff, I mean, I don't know how somebody could be in that camp. I mean, the guy's got a great British accent. He's on podcasts and interviews and Facebook all the time. But if somebody's been under a rock and they're a clinician not knowing who Paul Goff is, can you just give them a, maybe a one minute snapshot of who you are and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm uh, obviously from the northeast of England. I started life as a professional soccer physical therapist, started a business um, solo practitioner around about 2007. And then I uh, did what everybody did. I courted uh, friends and family for referrals. I got going. I built a nice little steady practice and hit a flat line that I just couldn't get past. I relied upon insurance companies and uh, third party referrals to send me their patients. The pay was pretty crap. I realized and knew or hoped that there must be a better way to, to build a business. I started coming to the US to learn direct response marketing and just general better business skills, plugged them all into my own physio business in the UK. I now have four clinics, uh, predominantly cash-based, 18 staff, 2,000 visits a month. Uh, my company is called the Paul Goff Physio Rooms, and I'm an owner of a very proud, um, a very proud uh, owner of a business that runs without me. Uh, 
I have fabulous staff and a fabulous business and systems that allows me to continue now to serve other physio business owners around the world, predominantly the US, and help them to grow more successful cash-based businesses. That's awesome. I think you're, uh, like I said before the interview, I think you are saving the world. So for all those people that are listening going, oh yeah, this is another guy saying cash, this and that, uh, and I'm just going to take insurance companies. Can you talk about the, I think, unique struggle you had of moving to cash in, uh, in Great Britain? Because it's a little bit different than it is here in the US, you know? Yeah, uh, healthcare is free. So there is no copay, there is no deductible, there is no... Um, there's nothing, you know, there's, there's nothing to pay. And therefore, every time you um, try to market to a patient for private pay, they have a very uh, strong option. You might have heard of them. They're called the National Healthcare Service, the NHS, which is the biggest brand on earth, the biggest company anywhere in the world, uh, is my direct competition. And, and everybody in Britain knows that they can get it for free. So I had to spend a lot of time figuring out my marketing, my communication, my unique value proposition, and helping people uh, in the towns of where my clinics are now that what I do is, is uniquely different from anybody or anything that they can get in the national healthcare um, and why it's in their best interest to pay me money, which was really is the golden question for everybody. It's um, how do we get people to pay cash? Or even if you're insurance-based, I mean, the amount of money that people are paying these days, $60, $70 co-pays, five grand deductibles, they're paying cash, whether you like it or, or, or they, they choose to see it that way or they don't. And the more that they're going to have to contribute in cash out of pocket of their own money, the bigger the struggle is going to get for anybody who doesn't figure out how to uh, communicate very differently, how to market very differently, uh, how to prove the value of what you do um, very differently from the traditional way that the business has been or, or the profession has been run in the past. So that's my challenge, if you like, that, that I've um, had to overcome and I'm still to this day figuring out ways to beat the NHS into the ground even more. I love it. I love it because you started with, uh, with a constraint that most people in the US don't, that you could not, you could not compete on price. And so that one never could even enter the picture. It wasn't like, well, you know, you're paying $50 for copay. I'll do it for 55 cash. And I think people get into that horrible situation where they're like, oh, everybody around me is charging this. Therefore, I can't uh, charge what you're saying. Around Paul, everybody was charging zero, like nothing. And he said, no, I'm going to charge a lot. So that I really would love to get into that because I think that uh, a lot of clinicians, PTs, even chiropractors are charging way too little, giving way too great a service. And they're approaching this as a as a commodity, you know, and I think it's something way different. What do you think? I think everybody is selling the same thing. And that's the problem. The, um, the professional, the service professional, the guy or the girl who runs the business is trying to sell the same thing. And essentially that's a race to the bottom that is happening in every profession everywhere in the world. And the victory, the goal, the success, the fulfillment will go to the companies that figure out how to uh, do the same thing but package it and make it appear uh, to be more valuable and more aligned to the goals, the outcomes that individuals truly want, which unfortunately in our world, um, we've been schooled to think that people on the street want pain relief and they want more function. They do not, as a general rule, go to bed at night worrying about pain or loss of function. Um, they go to bed at night worrying about much deeper uh, or having what I call second order consequence problems that the first problem that the pain or the loss of function creates. And the only way to be um, a commodity or to stop becoming a commodity is to stop offering what the commodity offers. What your competition offers is pain relief and physical therapy. You have to offer something completely and uniquely different um, to the competition to avoid the race to the bottom where it doesn't become 
they do $55, I'll do 50. Um, you get into a league of one, charge 250 and have your competition looking at you thinking, how the hell uh, you know, has he done that? So it, it, most of the problems and struggles that business owners have is because it's what they tolerate. It's just laziness in terms of not getting off their backside and, and going learning how to uh, market to people, how people actually make decisions, what we truly value in our life, and really what the unique value proposition of our skills actually is, which... I guarantee you will not have been taught to, to, to you in, um, in, in PT school or university anywhere in the world. Yeah. I, uh, again, man, I, I just love everything you're talking about. I, I did a, I had a consulting job uh, five months ago when I, in, I had to do some market research and I interviewed like 20, 25 different chiropractors. And uh, I said, what, why do people see you? Like, why do they go to your office? And every single one of them gave me the same crappy answer, which is I actually get people better. I'm like, so your assumption is that people are going into your office, evaluating the way you treated them, uh, scaling themselves on, you know, hey, I I felt this way and I was, my pain relief was that much. And then they're walking out of your office and going into another one and comparing you apart because that's the only way you could come to that conclusion. Like, it's a ridiculous idea. Nobody, everybody does good care. What they're really looking for is something totally different. So can we dive into that? What you've learned over all these years of basically going from a, Hey, uh, I'm going to give the NHS the middle finger. I'm not going to charge zero. I'm going to charge 200 bucks and I'm going to build a now international business on the back of that idea. Yes. And it goes goes down to this. Um, There's a concept called Occam's razor where when faced with the option of solving the same problem and given two choices, you always choose the simplest choice first. Okay, so there are many ways, and uh, our way is to uh, spend 20 years um, convincing yourself that the more skills that you get, the more tactical knowledge that you get, the better clinician that you get, the more con ed that you get, the more CEU that you get, you will eventually become the world's best clinician and therefore have flocks and flocks of people or stacks of people flocking to you. The simpler way and the easiest way and the fastest way and the best way is to quite simply to stop selling what everybody else does. That's it. And if you've got 15 chiropractors, and I work with chiropractors, by the way, for anybody who who, who is listening to this, who is a chiropractor. Yeah, our man Justin over in uh, New Jersey, right? And more. Justin's a cool guy. Worked with me for for a year or so at least. Yeah. And he's doing very, very well um, applying the basic uh, principles of business because that's what really it's about now. It's not about how good of a chiropractor you are or how good of a physical therapist you are. Uh, And I can back that up by telling you that I know many successful PT assistants who run more successful businesses than highly and way more qualified uh, PTs who, who are successful in business. So I love the, it. the adage that you need to be good in business is uh, ridiculous. Uh, a good clinician to be a good business owner. Uh, it's like saying that the, the airline pilot needs to be able to fix the engines if there's a problem. It just would right. not happen in any other profession. Um, or, or, you or, care, or you care how the chef cuts the, the meat he's serving you. You, you don't yeah. care. Like, no, not, not, not in any way, shape or form. So, how, how then, back to Occam's razor, so one option is to try to become for 20 years and, and work you up to the top as the most clinically skilled and think that it's all about the uh, clinical knowledge, the clinical expertise. I can guarantee you that 99.9% of people listening to this podcast at any one time have enough clinical knowledge to do more than a good enough job for the people that they uh, serve tomorrow or the day after. So therefore, it comes down to, um, if you're struggling, it's because you are in a cesspit with 15 other chiropractors or physios all thinking the same wrong thoughts about how businesses 
uh, prosper and how people actually make decisions about choosing businesses. So in my case, I've got the free national healthcare service as a competition and I can choose to outmarket them. I can try to borrow $100,000 um, equivalent and spend it all on the TV and radio and go, basically, I'm better than the NHS. It does not matter. It will never, ever make a dent in a million years to enough people to give them enough confidence to give me the money uh, over going to the free NHS. The only opportunity that I've got, back to Occam's razor, is to stop selling what the NHS sells. So while the NHS sells pain relief and a restoration of function or movement or whatever else uh, is the buzzword these days that physical therapists or chiropractors like to talk about, I sell a life that is free from uh, pain relief, uh, from painkillers, out of the doctor's office and focuses on independence, activity and mobility. And when you come and see me, that's what I do. Obviously, I take away pain and you know increase range of movement and all that sort of stuff underneath that banner. But when my marketing and my message talks about those things, which are uniquely aligned to the outcomes that the individual wants and dreams about or has nightmares about losing, that's when they're happy to pay $200 out of pocket in cash for something, for something that is free, cheaper, or easily available elsewhere. And if people can accept that as fact, because it is, and they do it in other areas of their life who are listening to this uh, podcast today, your business success is, uh, is much, much easier. Yeah. It's, oh, I love everything about that. I love everything. You know, a few, uh, let's see, back about eight, five months ago, you know, I have a recurrent disc injury that flares up and I know everything you can know about back pain. I mean, I know how, to, how it should be treated. I know how, what it looks like on MRI. I know all that. And yet here I was in pain. And my first thought was not, hey, I, I want to get out of pain and therefore I need to see a chiropractor or a physical therapist. My thought was, man, I can't wrestle with my boys. And if yeah. I can't wrestle with my boys, they'll think I'm a total wuss. And if they think I'm a total wuss, they're going to grow up into wussies. And then they're going to get beat up on the playground. And oh my God, I got to get some medication. Like that, yeah. it's not the, I need to see a physio. It's, I don't want my kids to get beat up on the playground. And that is the motivation. So what you've just described is what I explained at the start of the call. The businesses that focus on the first order consequence lose. So the first order consequence is the pain. The second, third, fourth, and fifth order consequence, second, third, fourth, and fifth problem created is everything after that. Well, what if this happens? What if I make the wrong decision? What if my kids think this? What if I lose the ability to do this? The company that can step in and solve second, third, fourth, and fifth order consequences charges what the hell they want. The company that solves first order consequences does what 96% of American businesses does and goes bust within Yes, that's a fact. And the facts do not lie. If you do what everybody else does, you will get what everybody else got, uh, gets. So the, the, the question is, how do you get into the 4% club? How do you get over to that world? Which astounds me that when people look at the likes of what I do, they're like, oh, that can't be done. Like, it is being done. Like, what the hell can you argue with? It's like, you might not like it. You might not think that it's right. You might not feel that it's right. But it sure is right. And ironically, the exact same thing that the business owner is doing as an individual and what he or she wants and what he or she buys from businesses that they hand over money to is because of second, third, fourth, and fifth order consequences, not because of the original problem. Yeah, that's, uh, that's impactful. So let's put this into a kind of a nuts and bolts, how you know if you're going after that, that you know, second, third, fourth, fifth level co- uh, uh, order. Uh, what is a... Let me see. I mean, how I want to ask this question. Is there a price at which you can just see if that person's charging a price above which you say, okay, this person's 
obviously connected with that message in their marketing, in their treatment, in their customer service, or a price where you can look at that price and go of what they're charging for an office visit go. There's no way they're connecting with that higher level. So what is a, a baseline amount people should be charging as a service provider for a single visit? It's a concept of many factors, A, the marketing message, B, the confidence and the perception um, created by marketing message, media, authority, stature in the marketplace, et cetera, that um, collectively adds up to whether or not somebody thinks that what they are looking at and who they are talking to uh, can command the level that they're being uh, asked. Now, as a general rule, um, if you wanted a carte blanche uh, kind of answer, most people are usually 50 to $75 off as to what they could be charging. And I, I had a call today with a lady from Oregon, and I, I didn't even ask her what the price that she was uh, going to charge. She's a brand new business owner in Oregon. And um, I said, well, uh, typically that part of the world, you're likely to come on and tell me you're going to charge 165 And I can tell you stories of people in that area who are charging 225 and 250 And the phone went silent. And she, she literally, she just started to laugh when she came back on. I was like, what are you laughing at? She said, 165 was what I was going to do. I'm like, I know. Usually, as a general rule, the West, the West Coast, the West Coast seems to come in at me when I when I work with clients at around about one seventy. They seem to have a little bit more of a, I'm, I'm a bit more confident, or people will pay a bit more over here. So I'll go in at one sixty or one seventy, and on the East Coast, it's yeah, or, or somewhere in the middle, it's like oh, I'll be one thirty, one thirty five. Like why? I mean, this has gone on in clinics in like Miami, New York. Like you just cannot do it. Like how the hell do you get money for marketing for profit? You cannot do it at that at that level. And there's an argument to say that the cheaper you are, the less respect you're going to get, therefore the less buy-in, and therefore the more problems you're actually inviting with drop-offs, uh, compliance, etc. 165, if you're right now 165, you'll get to 225 very comfortably. It's not that big of a jump um, in the mind of, of the consumer, um, so long as your marketing message is pitched against their second, third, fourth, and fifth uh, order consequences. If it's pitched against pain, uh, and this is a story I regularly tell, picture yourself on a shelf in Walgreens next to a bottle of ibuprofen or a box of pills that is being sold for $12.99. You start talking about pain relief, you are on the shelf with a box of ibuprofen or Advil for significantly cheaper. Yep, and it's going to last for multiple days and I won't need to inconvenience myself to go there and Correct. You know, I buy it once and it lasts me for a month. It's uh, Correct. Yep. So, uh, and the other thing is, I don't know if you've seen this, but I've seen this uh, talking to some business owners and even in our own experience, when you raise your price, that's when you start getting a waiting list. Like you don't get a waiting list at $40 a session, but at, you know, 200, I'm going to guess you're getting a waiting list because people are like, what the hell's going on in there? That's worth $200. And they immediately value you higher when you value yourself higher. Do you see yeah. that in your clients? It's a swagger. It's, it's an intangible business. But the most, and again, I, I can go off on one here. The most successful businesses are built on intangibles. So they're built on companies that solve second order problems and intangibles. And an intangible is that confidence, is that authority, is that eye contact, is that way that you hold yourself, is the when you ask me the price, I belt you back, look you right between the eyes and tell you that it's $250, take it or leave it. With such confidence that it's wow. This person, this person means it. Like, and he means business. And if he means business, he's certain. If he's certain, I'm going to get the outcome that I want. Most business owners don't do that. It's like, well, um, well, uh, but it's uh, it's 140 dollars, and um, um, uh, um, and we'll we'll just see how it goes. It's like, well, they're not going to buy 
that from you at all. So the confidence that comes with it, price is not the problem for any. Why does Apple charge $500 more for all of its equipment than Microsoft does? Like, it's the same damn thing at the end of the yeah. day. Do any of us know what the processor does or why it's a faster chip or why the graphics card? Do we, we don't give a crap about that no. stuff. And it's I always love it because the Samsung guy will argue with you. Well, this has a ba- faster chip and it has this and that. It's like, yeah, uh-huh. how's that doing? Like how, when you're going over the, the first level problems of I don't have enough storage or whatever, how, how's that working out for Samsung? How many, how many units are they moving against the iPhone? Exactly. It's a factor of 10. Like, exactly, exactly. And, and so the, the clues of success in business are all around us that um, it's not just our professions, by the way. This is, this is the typical plight of business owners that, that we find more reasons not to be successful than actually look for reasons to be successful. And much of it is just to start with by looking at what you buy, why you buy, looking at behavioral science, looking at the confidence that people give uh, to you that you're happy to hand over $300 for something that you could got for 180 like these are all of the reasons. You don't take a look at their qualifications. You don't look at their Con Ed or their CEUs. You look in their eyes. You look at their website. You look at their testimonials. You pick up on all sorts of body language, um, the way that they spoke to you, the confidence with which they spoke to you, the words that they use. All of these things add up to help you make a decision that this is what I want and I'm, I'm very confident and I feel safe by handing over my time and my money to this individual. I'll be right back with my talk with Paul Goff after this. Are you a chiropractor or physical therapist working long hours, worrying about lower repayments and missing out on quality time with your family? You can double your income without working more hours by adding a gym to your practice. Clinic Gym Hybrid Solutions has a step-by-step guide that dramatically simplifies and speeds up the addition of a fitness center and its monthly recurring revenue. In just six months, you can be on your way to freedom. Visit clinicgymhybrid.com today for a free downloadable PDF and complimentary consultation to get you started. That's clinicgymhybrid.com. So if you were to kind of simplify this, I know that you have a whole program for this. And where, and where can people find your actual program if they're interested? So my stuff, yeah, uh, the best place to start with me is paulgoff.com. I have a podcast there of my own, the business school, uh, physical therapy business school podcast, where I, um, I speak not just about marketing, uh, from recruitment to finance, to metrics, to cash flow, uh, price strategy, uh, strategic thinking, leadership. And I pretty much just share my journey as a business owner, uh, and my travels and the lessons that I've learned as I continue to grow the Paul Goff Physio Room. So paulgoff.com. Uh, has my podcast on uh, there. And I also have a video show that people can watch there, which um, basically you can watch me uh, work with my staff and, and put to play or put into play everything that I talk to you about on the podcast. You'll actually see it happen uh, on the video show as well. So there's right. polgoff.com and there's ptprofitacademy.com as well, which uh, has my courses and my classes and all of the masterminds and uh, different events that we hold around uh, the U.S. Okay. So I want to keep going though, if you, if you have some time, cause I oh, want to make sure that people knew how to, yep. Knew how to get after you. But, um, so if you were to simplify this and we're on that Occam's razor, we're going to go with a simple strategy here. If you were just to say, if you were just to make three general recommendations or, or three suggestions to people in practice right now that are looking to grow their practice, maybe they want to add a gym, but they're looking to grow. Maybe they you know, or 50-50 cash and insurance, three things that they can do that you think this will drive you forward and, and help you achieve what you actually thought practice would be like, right? So just three simple steps. What, what could you tell our listeners? 
three simple steps. Yeah. Not much is going to happen unless people know who you are. And okay. With that comes a caveat of it's more important for them to understand that you get them than it is for them to understand how good your skills are. And so on my business card, it's not as important to list every single God blessed certification I've ever done over a weekend. What's more important is maybe reflecting what I do for other people. And who I do it for. So okay. the whole concept of a, a perfect patient, which frightens the hell out of most business owners to think that you have to say no to some people, which you truly have to do. And having that on your uh, website, having that on your marketing material so that it's blatantly obvious and very easy for somebody to look at your stuff or your material and go, that guy or that lady helps me. So in my case, you look at any of my material for the Polgar Physio Rooms, it screams that we help somebody age 55 or 60. We help okay. you with independence. Uh, if you're 23 and you're on my website, you're not bothered about independence. Like You, you just probably want a calf. Uh, strain, injury, recover, you know, recovery, or you want some help with an ACL. And yeah, you probably still call my clinic, and, and they do, uh, but when we're actively marketing directly to people where I'm paying money and we're putting resources underneath it, then I'm going to go after a very specific small pocket of people who are 55 to 60, uh, who are worried about knee pain enough to think that it's going to cost them their independence or back pain that's slowing them down. So we make all of the marketing materials uh, very specific to that. Secondly, uh, price strategy. Um, most businesses suffer, and not necessarily because they can't get enough patients through the door early doors. It's that there's not enough money left over for profit or investment in marketing or business coaching or training, which inevitably you're going to need to be successful in business. So the extra fifty dollars uh, that you can charge, you know, once you realise how easy it is to, to, to put fifty dollars onto your fees, should and could go back into uh, more marketing to bring more people through the doors who pay more pr higher prices, and that confidence okay. machine that you get onto um, inevitably gets you to where you want to be much faster. Now, can we pause real quick there? I just want everybody listening to, to really hear what Paul's saying here because uh, he just made it sound incredibly simple and that's because he has a ton of knowledge. But let's go back to the, it doesn't matter if people don't know who the hell you are. And within that is define who you want to go after. So you said you want to focus Paul Goff Physio Rooms, 55 to 60 year olds who are threatened with independence. So, so people that maybe got stuck on a couch at a holiday party over Christmas, they couldn't get up without some help. They're very willing to come in, right? Yeah. Uh, people that have low back pain that's keeping them from traveling. Maybe they have a ton of money in the bank, but they can't travel. All that money becomes worthless to them, right? Yeah. They wanted to go see Greece and go with their wife. So the reason it's so important to define these people, and Paul, please, uh, if, if you feel differently, tell me, but when he said 55 to 6 year olds, immediately, if we go, well, where do I find these people? Where do I let them know about me? Instagram f fell pretty low on the bottom of the list, right? Facebook, yeah. maybe, maybe. But now, if I told you I'm going after 55 and 6-year-olds, is print media a possibility? Yes. Could I write an article for my local magazine? Yes. Now, conversely, if I was going after the 22 to 25-year-old crowd, should I spend any time writing an article for a newspaper? Probably absolutely not because it's not going to give me the pay. So once you define that, it inherently simplifies everything. And then when you move into the second stage of putting some money back into marketing, you know where to put in money. You're not just trying to throw it everywhere, right? Correct. Yeah. So, okay. So we're back in the charge enough that you can actually market, yes. right? This is step two. Charge enough, which pays for the marketing. Okay. And um, the third, most simplest, um, advice that I could give 
to, to get going is understand that there is a hybrid in the beginning. Uh, time is your biggest asset. So in the beginning of running a business, a, a mistake that I'm seeing a lot of is that business owners are uh, getting uh, all about Facebook or all about Google. In the beginning, you need a hybrid of, I would say, 60-40, where because time is your friend and cash flow isn't, you should be starting the systems, you should be starting the Facebook stuff, you should be uh, familiarizing yourself, getting coaching on the Google, the Facebook, the newspaper ads, but respecting the fact that cash flow might not be your friend and therefore the budget isn't as big as you would like it to be, but what you have got and the big, uh, as bigger asset is your time. So using the concepts of educational-based marketing, value-based marketing that I teach, which is lead with information, um, lead with answering questions for people who might not know enough about what you do to say yes, and knocking on doors, getting in front of hairdressers, getting in front of the dentists, uh, gym owners, uh, yoga studios, etc., and just leaving information in their clinics, which invites people to get in touch with you, have your nurture systems in play. I use Infusionsoft for all of my follow-up emails that go out for people who make inquiries, because for most businesses, as they get going, uh, eventually, it's not that they had a lack of inquiries. It's that they couldn't convert the inquiries or that they didn't follow up on the inquiries who said no. And if you can figure out a way to get um, inquiries coming to you through information and then have a system in play that nurtures and follows up on the inquiries because it doesn't mean that they're ready to book today, even if they call you, uh, you have to truly understand that. So building a system in your, let's say, 30 or 40% of your, of your time, two days a week, and using the other three days of the week while time's on your hand to actually build those relationships in a year or two, time will not be your friend and you'll need to put more of your time and money into the Google stuff, the Facebook stuff, etc. So having that solid foundation there in the first place allows you to scale it very quickly. So having that mutual respect between time and, and money and automation, the, the, having one eye on it early doors is important in getting the learning on it. But at the same time, getting off your backside and going doing something and using the principles of, of marketing. And then when time is not your friend, um, you've already got the marketing system set up. You can just now spend more of the money that you've got coming in on it and scale very quickly. That's perfect. It's great advice. Great advice. And along those lines, can you talk about, because I think there's a lot of people out there who are saying that, oh, I'm too early into practice. And when I get more patients, that's when I'll switch to cash. Uh, I know of a couple of success cases, but I'd love to hear, do you have any success cases that stand out of young clinicians? Maybe they started with you from, from zero that are seeing success in a cash-based model. I could reel off. I could reel off. <laughs> like, I could be until midnight. Um, I've got that many people in my programs who are, who are doing that. Well, what, what's one that really shocks you of maybe a transformation? They didn't come in as the most confident person, but now you look at them a year later and you're, and you're, you're proud. Not just that they're a yeah. customer, but you're proud of that person they're, because of their personal growth. Yeah, I, I mean, there's, everybody likes to think that there's something against them. And I could give you stories. One of my favorite is, um, is a guy called Jake Burnham in Florida, in Naples. And why I love his is because um, he, he, I remember speaking to him on the, you know, the very first time we had a strategy call. He, he took a program called um, My New Patient Accelerator class. And he literally sat in his small little room speaking to me. So I've only got four or five patients a week. I've plucked up the courage to speak to you. Um, I don't know if I've got that much money, but I'm going to be able to get going with this program. I'll stick it on a credit card. He took the program. He went through it. The next I heard from him about eight months later, he'd got up to like 30 visits a week. He got from 140 a session to like 210. Uh, and the best caveat on it was that he was running newspaper ads in Naples uh, full of retirees um, who had come down in, in obviously in, in the winter snowbirds, and he's all cash. And like anybody who rings, he's figured out, you know, he's followed the script and the systems and used everything I taught him. 
um, to get Medicare, you know, eligible people to pay bloody cash out of pocket. And, and his business defies the norm that everybody or nobody will ever pay cash. Yes, they will. Nobody will ever pay cash, um, even if they're Medicare. Yes, they will. And last, uh, well, he's now in my mastermind program, so I speak to him regularly. But the last update on his, you know, his progress is 60 visits a week in his clinic. Uh, moved to a brand new facility that he bought with the money that he's made and put a big deposit down on it. Full-time secretary and his first uh, full-time uh, physical therapist in the space of 15 months. That is my, like, this, the type of stories that I love. He had no momentum. He had nothing going. All the odds were stacked against him. The bull crap of Florida. Nobody will pay. You know, nobody's got any money. Everybody wants to pay Medicare and blah, blah, blah. And he, he's just defied everybody's uh, logic. That's awesome, man. Congratulations to him. Congratulations to you. And, and please keep it up because I think the world, I think that everybody that has a physio license or a <clears throat> chiropractic license, you know, I get, I, I think I told you, I teach nationally for a group and, and it drives me nuts when you talk to people at, at the end of the course and they're saying they're, you know, they're asking business questions about, and every answer comes back. I can't do that because I can't do that because, and it, it's just like, you have this license, you gave up so many years of your life, so many Saturdays and late nights and early mornings and all this, ring the value out of that damn thing. Get what you put into it, you know? And you're somebody that's done that. Paul, I think it's so incredible that you're doing that for other people. So, uh, you know, we're getting close on time here, but any other, any other information you want to share with our listeners to kind of break them out of that matrix and help them move forward? I think, uh, you know, like we said, visit the paulgoff.com, right? But anything else that we can get them to, to kind of see the light here. You'll get what you tolerate in business. And, and most businesses are getting not very much uh, or certainly not as much as they could or should be because uh, they tolerate old school ways of thinking. They are quite literally stuck in the past of how uh, our profession was built over the last 50 years that just because it was built a certain way with relationships with doctors or um, only staying in network or dealing with insurances, um, a lot of people are thinking that that's the only way they're very closed off. Um, and it absolutely isn't the case. There are, I can tell you in most towns, cities and states in the US and, and Australia and Canada and here in the UK, a story like the one I just told you about Jake Burnham of somebody who basically just sticks two fingers up to the, uh, to the system, to the false beliefs, to the crappy outdated ways of thinking that, you know, that the healthcare professionals have to conform to a certain standard or, or you know, have to toe the line when it comes to dealing with doctors or whoever. And, and uh, we don't, you know, absolutely not. And, and if uh, we didn't have those stories and we didn't have those case studies, I maybe wouldn't be as confident in telling you, um, Absolutely. Two or three years ago, if you'd have interviewed me, I'd have said, well, I've got this theory and I'm pretty sure it can work. And you know, this is the concepts. Uh, and now I have zero emotion tied to telling you that, that people are doing it. And um, it's not a case of can it uh, or, or will it work? It's quite simply, um, will you do it? And if you don't, um, you will get every ounce of frustration, of debt, of crap, of dealing with all of this stuff that comes with running an outdated model. Uh, and I have no hesitation in saying business owners deserve it because you absolutely get what you tolerate in this life. That's awesome. You went from a Newton with the theory of gravity and two years later, it's a law, right? It, it is. It, it always, it, the yeah, apple it, always falls that way. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you'd have interviewed, you know, my, some of the podcasts that I did a few years ago are obviously still around and I will not be as confident or as brutal as I am right now, because uh, to be quite frank, I have zero time for anybody, for any, and I mean this respectfully for anybody who wants to, Oh, that might not work. Or oh, I don't know. It's like, I've not got time to mess about with that sort of crap because it's, there's too many people who want help. There's too many people who are doing it. 
Um, the theory's proven in multiple states, towns, cities, countries, um, and everything else is just out, outdated beliefs. And if you want to, to think that way, uh, well, good luck, and I'll see you in 30 years, and um, let me know how stressful as, that is. As the greeter at Walmart. <laughs> let, let me know how... Well, unfortunately for most, they're not that lucky. Most of them are not that lucky that they'll actually quit and chuck the towel in. They will um, continue with the crap and the hassle for 25, 30 years, um, always thinking that the light is at the end of the tunnel. And it, it never is because they're just working harder and harder on the same wrong thing rather than looking at a completely different strategy, which allows you to do um, a hell of a lot less and, and make a hell of a lot more. And most importantly, have a fulfilled, enjoyable feel as though you're in control of your practice, right type of person that you want to do business with. You set your fees, you hire, you fire. Uh, it's a completely different world and I hope more and more people um, step across to, to experience what it's actually like because it's, it's going on right now and, and if you don't want a piece of it, phew, good luck. It's going to be a long, hard struggle because it ain't going to get any easier. Well, if you're out there and you're you know, as my friend says, if you've fallen off the back of the cruise ship and you don't know which way is up and you're swimming around trying to find your way and you feel overwhelmed, why don't you reach out to Paul or his team and get hooked up? Because if you're really feeling that way, I certainly don't want you to add another layer of complexity on, you know, with the gym, but get your clinic healthy. And it sounds like, Paul, you have the absolute best recipe out there for getting that clinic to be healthy and along the way, get that person to set some higher goals. I mean, I'm sure once you, once your guy in Florida saw his own success, his own abilities, what he thought was possible, just it bloomed like a flower, right? It's, so, it's incredible. Once you, um, once you get on the path and you get that first little win, you get that first little bit of confidence around what you're doing. Um, you get a wonderful thing called momentum coming into your life and uh, you become unstoppable once, uh, once you do. The advice is out there. The people are out there. The strategies are out there. Just, get out and find them. Fantastic. Well, Paul, uh, it's been a slice of heaven, my man. And I really appreciate your time. I appreciate everything you're doing for the professions. And uh, yeah, uh, once again, where can people find you just so we can uh, yeah, shoot them in the right Goff. place? PaulGoff.com is the home of my podcast and video show. You can jump on my email list as well. Or PT. And, and Goff is G-O-U-G-H. Sorry. I want to make sure people know that. Goff, as in cough with a, a G. I'm a, a Irish, it's an Irish name. My family are huh. half Irish. So it's a, a very traditional Irish uh, family background that I, that I come from originally, yeah. Fantastic. All right, so Paul Doff got, or sorry, paulgoff.com. They can yeah. find you there. And, uh, you know, he's got a great podcast. He's got great programs. I've been a fan since I met him, what, two years ago, two and a half? Yeah, in Phoenix. It yeah. was, uh, yeah, I remember it well. Yeah, well, Fantastic. Paul, thank you very much for being here. Uh, thanks for all the tips and the advice. Good luck to everybody out there. And on behalf of Paul Goff, this is Dr. Josh Satterley saying, go out there, maximize your license and live the life you dreamt of. Thanks a lot, Paul. Thanks, Josh. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Clinic Gym Radio. If you're ready to double your profit without working longer hours, please visit clinicgymhybrid.com and find out how easy it is to get started on your path to freedom. That's clinicgymhybrid.com.